a podcast covering the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm executive editor, Sarah Lavendusky, and today I'm joined by Lisa Smith, founder and owner of the all-female distributorship Republic Promos in Austin, Texas, and Counselor's 2022 Distributor Entrepreneur of the Year. Congratulations, Lisa, and thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. This is an honor. So. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. So I just wanted to start at the top with you. Um, you know, everybody has a story about how they got into promo. So what's yours? How did you get your start in this industry? Well, so mine was over 25 years ago. I was a single mom. I, I was going through a divorce and I um, basically a lady at my church told me about this job that was a temp um, working in a warehouse. And so I took that job and that's how I got my start. It was at, um, it was called gear for sports and it was tandem marketing. And basically my job every day was to go in and do, um, QA, like check garments, put them in the box, you know, like it, it was on my feet every day. And, you know, that's how I got my start. So, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's funny. So many times people say they just, it was just a job they took. And now over 20 years later, they're still here. Yeah. <laughs> they can't, out, can't let go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then you, you told us that you had partnered with two colleagues to found your company, Republic Promos in 2013. What was your purpose and your mission in establishing your own distributorship at the time? Well, so, um, and I'll, I'll back up here. Like when I first uh, got my job as a temp, you know, in that, when I just remember I I had to be away from my kids and I just remember thinking, you know, like, well, I would just like ask God, why am I here? You know? And um, I, uh, but I feel that it was his plan um, to, for me to go through that, it's not, you know, as a mom, it's not easy to be away from your kids. Um, and so fast forward to whenever we started, um, when we first started, I wanted it to be like, um, I, first of all, I I just wanted us to have a company where we could help the customers and, you know, uh, do a really good job, but also, uh, I'm always like, the thing that brings me probably the most satisfaction is having women here and they can work from home and they can be with their kids. And it's kind of like come full circle where like, if I would have had this job when my, I would have loved it, you know? (laughs) So, um, it has, it's, it's been a blessing how it's all come about. So, yeah. That's wonderful. So now not long after you first started your company, you were already making these high growth company lists in Austin, amongst Austin companies, Texas companies. Can you tell us about the recognition you received and what led to that significant growth in the first like two or three years of being in business? Um, well, so when we when we started it, we we were actually so I I was with Bell's. They're they're I think I think they're just a subsidiary now, but. Um, and I learned, you know, all the ins and outs. I was there for like eight years and I, that was good training. Um, and, uh, you know, one of my mentors, Bill McCluggage, he was like the best to learn from, but, um, anyway, so, but after that, me and two other women, we went to a print shop and, um, basically we set up the ASI for them and it just, it did not work out. Like they just didn't understand the ASI, you know, like events, you know, we're, we're different than a print. We have more, we're more event 
event space. So whenever all of that um, didn't wasn't working out, that that's when we said let's go ahead and start our own. And we still sold print for them after, so it was you know it wasn't a total break. But but um, and then whenever we started our own, I thought like fifty percent would come with us, but everybody came with us. And then um, whenever they knew that we'd started, it was like everybody was telling trying to get us more business they were trying to help us from the very beginning so that was that was pretty amazing and we were just trying to just keep up basically so that's great yeah. that's great and so then things were going pretty well and then about seven years in you know doing the math was then covid right so the first days of covid um when things just got so scary so quickly what were those first days like for your team and how did you handle this uncertain situation? Because I, I think COVID really, you know, it, it proved the metal of people in business. And it was like, I, I can be a really great boss when things are going well. Can I be a really great boss and a really great leader when things are, are unprecedented and scary and uncertain? So what did the first days look like for you? How did you handle that? Well, so when COVID first hit, um, and, and like I said, like when we started the company, we have been busy from day one, like just, just working a lot. And so when COVID first hit, we had enough savings basically for a couple months and, uh, we got the team together. I said, we're going to take them. We're going to take some time off. Mm -hmm. And so that was our, like kind of a reset. So, you know, it's still scary. Cause you, you don't know. I, I thought we'd all be back to work and every, everything was going to be fine, you know, pretty quickly after that. But, um, basically we did take a break you know, and then we came back and we started like marketing and stuff. So, um, and then we started getting mask orders and, you know, like everything kind of worked out, but, um, so yeah, wow. but it was scary. And then the wow. other thing that the other thing we started doing whenever it hit is, uh, just outside of work, you know, people were worried just in general. And, uh, we started having weekly meetings where we would just get together, you know, build each other up and do that sort of thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Even so um, between 2020 and 21, you know, there's the pandemic of course in that time, but the sales at your company increased 21%. And over the past five years, you've increased sales by an average of 15% annually. That's really impressive, especially considering these ongoing challenges even today where have you been able to find business opportunities, especially with this changed landscape, you know, during and after COVID? Um, so when COVID hit, it we uh, started doing a lot of fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of our companies, you know, instead of having a big order shipped to them, they would have us ship out packages to their employees or, you know, their clients. So like we went from uh, probably 5,000 shipments a year to over 20. Now we it's, it's, just went crazy. <laughs> so that was the biggest, um, difference, mm -hmm. you know, and we pitched that too. Like we, we can help people, you know, with their fulfillment. So, yeah. Do you find that that's a, a, a an opportunity that even as COVID kind of moves into the rearview mirror, that distributors are still doing a lot of that? Yes. And I, I don't think that's going to change going forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that, I don't see that changing at all. Mm -hmm. you know, so interesting. Um, 
so uh, one of the things that, um, so we talked to a few suppliers who partnered with you for a long time. We talked to a few end clients of yours who you've worked with for a while. And all of them said, you know, you're, you and your team are great partners in this business. And it, it's, it's just, um, I think especially during a lot of ch ongoing challenges after COVID, it's been so important to be a good partner to your vendors and to your clients. So in your, in your experience, in your opinion, how can distributors be effective partners for both their vendors, their suppliers, and their end customers? What's key to that? Okay, well, so I feel like my my training as a warehouse worker has made me very uh, uh, just have uh, compassion on um, the suppliers yeah. because it's not an easy job, <laughs> and so we we all kind of keep that in the back of our minds, like you know, you're working with people that are, it may be a hundred degrees in the warehouse and they're trying to get your stuff out, you know? So just always have grace for your client, for the factories. And then, um, uh, for the clients, our biggest thing is we, we just want to be, uh, our first thing is we just want to help. And it's not, it's not about trying to make the most money. It's not about, it's just, how do we help our clients? And I feel like if you keep that as your number one, that everything else will fall into place. And they know people know if you're trying to help them or if you're, you know, they know pretty quick. So yeah. Great. Well said. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate your time today. Congratulations again. And for more coverage of our 2022 awards winners, please head to asicentral.com slash news. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.